Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello, young chefs, and welcome to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, editor-in-chief of America's Test Kitchen Kits. And I'm Mitzi, an oven mitt, Molly's right-hand gal, and co-host on the show. Welcome to a brand new week of fun food science. Get ready for a brand new week of exciting facts and recipes, where we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. And at the end of the season, we'll use all the ingredients to cook a mystery recipe together. Today, we're going to play Guess the Ingredient. Then it's time for The Scoop, where our junior field reporter, Adelina, will be interviewing the next big pop duo. And finally, we'll hear from young chefs like you about what they've got cooking up at home in What's Cooking? And don't forget, each week on our show has a different ingredient theme. At the end of the season, all of these ingredients will be used to make our grand finale mystery recipe cook-along. So far we have... eggs. Can you guess what our mystery recipe will be? I think we might need more clues. That could go just about anywhere. Could be sweet, like a baked good. Could be savory, like a fried rice. Might be like an Easter egg filled with jelly beans. Or, oh, I bet it's a jelly bean custard. Ah, the possibilities are endless. Mitzi, you already know what the recipe is. You helped me pick it out. Oh, yeah. I guess I did, huh? Well, I wonder how we could add jelly beans because that feels like an inspired idea. Let's get started with today's episode so our listeners can guess this week's theme. Yes. Sorry. To the theme song! Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. Ooh! <laughs> Mystery recipe. All right, Molly. It is time for Guess the Ingredient. I think I'm going to leave you to it, though, and go find some jelly beans. I've got a very random and inexplicable craving. I wonder where that came from. Thanks, Mitzi. All right, it's time for Guess the Ingredient. In this segment, I'll play some sounds, and then you at home get to try and guess what ingredient will be our theme for this week. Are you ready to play? Here we go. Any guesses what ingredient these sounds all have in common? I'll let you think it over while I call up our official ingredient guesser, Zoe. Zoe is 12 years old, lives in Warren, Rhode Island, and has been our official ingredient guesser since the beginning of Mystery Recipe. Hey, Zoe. Hi, Molly. How are you doing? Great. Good. I'm so glad to hear it, and I'm so glad you're back for another week of Guess the Ingredient. All right, Zoe. I'm going to play you the first sound, so keep your ears open and we'll talk about it after it's done. (laughs) 
Okay, so that one was a little weird at first. I was like, what is it? It sounded like something being whisked. But as the sound got higher, I think it's like something pouring out of a jug. And when I think a jug, I'm maybe like milk or something. Okay, so milk is, is liquid. So did it sound like liquid being poured? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, like out of a glass jug. That's a really good observation. I could definitely see your eyes getting wider and wider as you listen to the clip. So I now know what that realization was in your head. Okay, let's play the second clip. Okay, so that one, it sounded like a running stream, which was odd for my like first guess of milk. So now I'm thinking water or something like that. Definitely a liquid. You've never seen a stream of milk outside? <laughs> uh, I think I saw a waterfall one day, but maybe not a stream. A brook, possibly. A milk brook? I love it. All right, so water, still liquid. Okay. Should we move on to the third sound? Yeah. Okay, so that was like a sizzling noise, and now I've, I think I'm gonna change my guess to like butter. So like the first sound was milk, and I'm not sure what, why the second sound. But I feel like that sounds like butter sizzling in a pan, like, because you put it in the pan to make sure eggs or bacon or stuff like that don't stick. You can also use cooking oil for that, but I mostly use butter just because it's on hand. But that reminded me of that sound. So maybe butter or water. That makes sense. And and you compared it to the first one with milk because butter is made out of milk. So that that makes sense. Yeah. Or well, most butters are. Mm-hmm. So these are all really great guesses. I can give you some hints. All right. So this ingredient is often used for deep frying. Oh. It has the least flavor of all of the different types of this ingredient that are out there. And its name might make you think it would be green, but it is definitely not. Oh, after the first one, I realized it was veggie oil because, I mean, I kind of got close to that with butter because it like sizzling in the pan, but, and that's what the pouring was. That was it pouring out of like the jug or something. <laughs> you, you are exactly right, Zoe. It is vegetable oil. Welcome to vegetable oil week. That second sound really sounded like a stream. What was it, Molly? So that was actually the sound of a piece of food being lowered into a deep fryer, like the place that you make french fries or anything else that is deliciously deep fried. And as you lower it down into that oil, it makes that steam-like frying sound, the sound of deliciousness. That's cool. 
every day this week will be Friday because we're talking about vegetable oil. It might sound boring, but this week will be full of fun and delicious uses of this common ingredient. We already talked about using it to make fried food, but vegetable oil is also used in lots of baked goods, salad dressings, and other savory dishes. All right, thanks for your help this week, Zoe. We'll talk to you next week. Great, I'll see you then. Coming up next, it's The Scoop. Molly, I know I'd said something about jelly bean custard, but definitely scratch that idea because yuck. Yeah, I wasn't going to say anything, but I think it's time we head to our next segment. It's time for The Scoop. That's right. Thanks, Molly. Champ will be back next week, but today on The Scoop, our junior field reporter, Adelina, hits the street and gets the inside story from the ingredients themselves. Adelina, can you hear me? Loud and clear, Molly. Today, Adelina is at a fancy outdoor restaurant, and she's here to give us the scoop on a very famous duo. Hi there. Wow, you both sound amazing together. Okay. Yes, thank you. Don't they, though? Well, this should be interesting. But first, the word from our sponsors. Grownups, these ads are for you. I want to tell you about our sponsor, the Kroger family of stores. Kroger makes meal planning easy with thousands of recipes available now on Kroger.com. From everyday meals to holiday feasts, their collection of recipes caters to every occasion. You can even add all of a recipe's ingredients to your cart or shopping list instantly. Explore simple recipes using pantry staples or get the kids involved to make a new dish the whole family will love. Plus, their seasonal recipes offer the perfect opportunity to pair fresh ingredients with new ideas in the kitchen. Learn more by heading to Kroger.com recipes. Hello, Mystery Recipe grown-ups. We want to tell you about the complete DIY cookbook for young chefs. Designed for kids ages 8 to 13, this cookbook is filled with recipes to make your favorite store-bought items from scratch at home. Since it's called the DIY Cookbook, our producer Chad tried to DIY our no-churn ice cream recipe. Okay, so I've gathered my ingredients here, which is really just various forms of dairy. I have my blender here. All right, so my heavy cream is whipped, and now I'm adding the rest of my various dairy products. Going to blend this one more time. And it's really just that easy. Looks beautiful. So I may not be a kid, but I do have the cooking skills of one. And I can say this was so easy. It came out absolutely delicious. And it's true that things do taste better when you do them yourselves. You can find the complete DIY cookbook for young chefs on Amazon or anywhere books are sold. And we're back. Adelina, take it away. Thanks. Today I'm at a very snazzy restaurant just outside Boston. They have this great back patio where you can sit outside, eat, and even listen to live music. And with me are the stars of the show in more ways than one. Introducing Vinaigrette. 
Ready? And a five, six, seven, eight. Hi, hello, they call us vinaigrette. Dijon vinegar and veggie oil, we're the best. Salad dressing marinade will keep us as a pet. Shake us up and don't forget us, cause we're vinaigrette. Woo! Great job, ladies. Great job. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. That was so amazing. So, let's get to know you a little better, if you don't mind. Didn't they just... <sighs> yeah, I thought... Oh, well, let's just do it again. Hi, hello, they call us vinaigrette. Dijon vinegar and veggie Actually, I, I love the song, really, but hoping we could just talk? Salad dressing marinade. Keep you as a pet, right. Maybe we can chat one at a time. Vegetable oil, you first. It is your week on Mystery Recipe, after all. Okay. So, vegetable oil, you are part of the hit duo, Vinaigrette. What is that like for you? It's cool. Cool. Great. Very cool. What else? It's fun. Cool and fun. Let's maybe start at the beginning. So, what is a vinaigrette? Vinaigrette is vinegar and oil combined, often for a salad dressing or sometimes a marinade or a sauce. In our case, with some Dijon mustard to keep us smooth and together. Amazing. And so is it always these few ingredients? No, no, not always. Hi, Vinegar. Thanks for chiming in with that. You can add all types of things. But our vinaigrette is just balsamic vinegar. That's me. And vegetable oil. That's her. Hi. As like the main attraction. And we have a bit of Dijon. She's a mustard. Hello. Working behind the scenes as our manager. She just helps to keep the band together and keeps things running smoothly. I'm the representation, road crew, and emulsifier. But some people add mayonnaise, garlic, salt, pepper, all kinds of stuff. So then, what would you say makes you and vegetable oil special together? Well, on our own, we are very different. I am a lab! Woo! <laughs> I'm just a lot. Big, bold, and beautiful. And really pack a punch. Hi-ya! <laughs> yeah. As you can see, vegetable oil is a bit bland. Be nice, Vinegar. Is that okay that she calls you bland, Veggie? Yeah, I am. Not a ton of flavor, sort of just a neutral oil. Yeah. But when you put us both together, shake us up and don't forget us because we're Vinaigrette. Woo! I love that. So together, you both balance each other out. Some might even say you work in harmony. Oh, yeah. I mean, me? Balsamic vinegar on my own? I'm too tart, too punchy. I make your face pucker up like you're eating a sour candy, but not in a fun way. And vegetable oil on her own? Yeah. No. But vegetable oil's smooth, oily basicness, her calm and collected attitude towards everything... It keeps me grounded, you know? I love you, Veggie. You keep me from being too much. Okay. <laughs> love how she does that. 
She loves me too. We are the best of friends. She's just understated, you know? But I have seen that if you leave Vinaigrette alone for too long, it will separate. Can you tell me anything about that? So, yes, we do recommend that you shake us up and don't forget us. No matter how well you mix us together over time, we're going to separate back out. That separation is natural. Right, right, it's natural. It's not that we aren't the absolute best of friends. It's just that everyone needs their own space sometimes. It's not healthy to just completely latch on to someone and never let them do their own thing. Even if you are best friends for life. Isn't that right, Veggie? The sciency part of it comes down to molecules. Almost everything is made out of molecules. Veggie Oil, she loves the sciency part of things. Yes, look how her face lights up just talking about it. Yeah. Everything is made out of molecules. Tiny, teeny, extra itty bitty particles that make up what we are. Oil molecules tend to stick to other oil molecules and vinegar molecules tend to stick to other vinegar molecules. When you shake up a vinaigrette, the oil and the vinegar are all mixed up into little clumps. And eventually, we're vinaigrette. But ultimately, my oil molecules are trying to find each other again, and vinegar's molecules are doing the same. So if you let us sit still, we'll go back to being two separate things. Huh, so that's why vinaigrette will separate over time. The groups of oil molecules try to find other oil molecules, and the groups of vinegar molecules find other vinegar molecules. Exactly! It doesn't mean you're a bad friend if you need some alone time. Everyone needs a little time apart. Separation is natural and important. It's a big part of any friendship. Right. But having Dijon here really helps. Now, Dijon, I heard you say you were an emulsifier. Can you tell me more about that? Well, sure. Emulsifiers like me have molecules that bridge the gap between two substances that don't normally get along. I'm sort of like the peacekeeper between these two. Veggie oil and vinegar here have the biggest roles in the show for sure, but sometimes things get a little tense and they want to break out and do their own thing. You know, the molecules wanting to separate and whatnot. Right. I contain certain special molecules. One end of my emulsifying molecule likes water, and the other end likes oil. So the vinegar molecules like me, and the veggie oil molecules like me. When I'm in the equation, oil and vinegar can stay mixed for a lot longer than if these two were left to their own devices. Well... You heard it here first, folks. Vinaigrette separates when oil and vinegar molecules are left unsupervised for too long. But an emulsifier like mustard can keep them together for longer. Vinaigrette, thanks so much for your time today. Okay. Want to take us out? A five, six, seven, eight. Hi, hello, they call us vinaigrette. Dijon vinegar and veggie oil, we're the best. Salad dressing marinade will keep us as a pet. Shake us up and don't forget us, cause we're vinaigrette. Woo!
Back to you, Molly. Thanks, Adelina, and thanks to Vinaigrette for those harmonies. I bet Oliver and I can harmonize like that. I'll have to go find him for some practice. Oliver? Who's Oliver? Parker! I didn't hear you come in here. Listeners, Parker's our intern on the show this season. They are a potholder and dance enthusiast and... Wait, did you just say, who's Oliver? Oh, how I failed you! Oliver is the most kind and loving and perfect kitty cat you've ever met in your whole life. We met Oliver last season when he came over to the United States from Italy in a shipment of olive oil. Long story. A cat? Oh, I'm allergic. Oh, no. I should have listed this in the job description. I'm sorry. Don't worry. I absolutely love cats. I just get kind of sneezy. But I'd bet it'd be worth it. I'd still love to meet him. Well, I'm sure that you will. But right now, it's time for What's Cooking. Hooray! Parker, are you ready? Cotton fibers. I get pretty nervous before these segments, Mitzi. Does that ever go away? That makes sense to me, Parker. I get nervous, too. I'm not sure it goes away, but it does get easier. I used to be a kind of nervous that was like being afraid. Yes, that's what my nervous is like right now. Right. And that's okay, Parker, but nowadays, my kind of nervous is more like being excited. I would guess that over time, your nervousness will do the same thing, but I don't know. You're different than me. Wow. So it went from a sort of bad feeling to a sort of good feeling? That makes me so much less nervous. Thank you, Mitzi. Gah, you're such a great boss. I'm... Really? You think so? (gasps) I completely agree, Mitzi. Well, golly, Molly and Parker, you both can't just spring compliments that big on me right before a segment. Oh, golly, I'm going to cry again. Parker, can you tell our listeners a bit about what's cooking while I go get a tissue? Sure thing, boss. Yeah, they said boss. What an angel. I love them. I love them. For what's cooking, listeners, we need your help. We want to know what's cooking in your kitchens. Ask your grown-up to help you record a voice memo on a phone, tablet, or computer and have them send it in to us at mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. That's right, Parker. We want to know your name, how old you are, and what you're making. It can be anything at all that you've been cooking up at home. Tell us about the ingredients, how you made it, and how it came out. And not just your shining stars, either. We love hearing about recipes that maybe didn't go exactly to plan because it can be really fun when things go a little off track in a recipe and you always learn something from it. Each week, Parker and I will have some of your recordings on the show. So, grown-ups, send us those recordings to mysteryrecipe at americastestkitchen.com. Parker went through all your submissions and this week we have some great recipes and stories to share. (gasps) Okay, I'm back. I'm keeping it together. Woo! Hi, my name is Judah, and I'm nine years old. Hi, my name is Appleby, and I'm eight years old. And we baked a paleo blackberry crisp. So some of the ingredients we put in it were blackberries from our own backyard. Um, We also put in syrup and oats and almond flour and almonds and butter. 
and the butter was hard as a rock. Well, ac- not hard as a rock, but it was still cold, so I was like squeezing it with all my might. Finally, I got it, but it got stuck in my nails a lot. Um, so another ingredient I put in was coconut sugar. And it was delicious. Yummy to my tummy. Bye. Hi, my name is Claire. I'm 10 years old and I like making fresh salsa with a lot of tomatoes, onions, jalapenos, cilantro, and garlic. I grind them in the fruit processor. I like it because it's my own salsa recipe. Yum. Hi everyone, my name is Mina. I am six years old. Today I want to talk to you about the sushi peanut butter jelly rolls I made. It was so much fun. I flattened out the bread with a rolling pin and cut out long flat slices. I spread some peanut butter on the slices and then some jelly. In my opinion, grape jelly is the best. I rolled each slice into a spiral and cut it to look like sushi rolls. It was so messy, but so much fun. Sometimes the messier, the yummier too. I used chopsticks to eat them all up. They were so good. Love you guys, bye. Great job to you both, and thanks to everyone who sent something in. We've got tons more coming up this season, and we're going to include as many of the submissions as we can, so keep listening if you didn't make it on this week. And grown-ups, it's not too late to send us your recordings. I love this new segment, Molly. It's so cool to hear what types of food our listeners cook at home. Everyone's families are so different, and their foods and recipes are too. It's a great way to show people how every kitchen is unique and special. Every kitchen is unique and special. Huh, I never really thought of it that way. Excellent point, Mitzi. But with that, we are just about out of time for today's episode. Already? These go by so quick. Uh, Molly, do we have time for one more quick introduction before we go? Probably. (coughs) Oliver, missed you, buddy. Oliver, I'd like you to meet Parker. They're our new intern. Parker, this sweet baby angel is Oliver the kitty cat. I love you, Oliver. Cotton fibers, you are just the sweetest, most handsome, best behaved, well-dressed, kindest, Well, that's all for today, folks. But remember, at the end of the season, we'll be using all of our ingredients in a very special mystery recipe to cook together. Can you guess what it is? So far, we've talked about eggs and vegetable oil. If you love mystery recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. Until then! Keep on cooking! Beautiful boy, I've ever gotten net. I love you. I love you. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Birnbaum. And I'm a bottle of Heinz tomato ketchup. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He is a cupcake. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a salty sweet chocolate chip cookie. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio. He's the cherry on top. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music and is a fizzy drink. Our post-production supervisor is Ken Margolis, an artichoke. 
Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also broccoli. Jack Bishop is the chief creative officer of America's Test Kitchen. He's a garden-grown green zebra tomato. David Nussbaum is our CEO, and he's a homemade ravioli. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, executive food editor, Susanna McFerrin, assistant editor, Katie O'Hara, senior editor, Afton Cyrus, test cook, Andrea Vavjin, and test cook, Cassandra Loftlin. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Neo Sihi, Zoe Bates, Baron Bass, Alex Mazaros, Brianna Maya, and Adelina Rodriguez. Thanks again to our sponsors, Kroger and Driscoll's. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kits. Uh, Oliver, you're not in the credits. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts, and we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win. 